Welcome to Anime Out of Context, a comedy review show hosted by a basement dweller who grew up scrounging terrible fan subs on sketchy websites prior to the convenience of modern streaming, alongside a willfully ignorant soul whose only knowledge of anime comes from the shows forced upon him here. This show will contain spoilers, incorrect information, and copious amounts of adult language. Our hosts are not experts on any topic, and everything they say should be taken with a grain of salt. Thank you for listening, and enjoy. Hello and welcome to Anime Out of Context, the show where I attempt to explain the sometimes weird, sometimes wonderful, but always hilarious world of anime. And this is the part where you would normally hear Rem chime in with a very clever and or witty clip. Uh, but unfortunately for all of us who love and adore Rem, uh, which is at least six people, I think, six very passionate people, he is not here today. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I'm Sean Rollins, nice to meet you, and if this is the very first episode of the show you're listening to, welcome aboard. Uh, usually I have a very cynical and very angry co-host to talk about anime with, uh, but this time around is not the case. Uh, today I have a very wonderful and lovely guest, the amazingly talented Nikki Marina. Thanks for having me. <laughs> welcome aboard. Welcome aboard. Uh, fun fact, you are actually the first real proper guest on our show. How does that make you feel? Wow. I did. For some reason that escaped me, but that's pretty cool. Oh, no. That's I, awesome. I kept that under wraps just to see how you would react personally, because I always find that to be very amusing. That's awesome. Oh, man. Well, this will be exciting. Exactly. It's a big day for you. This is the first step in a massive uh, way forward in your career. But Nikki, uh, tell us a little about yourself. What do you do? What's your thing? Yeah, my thing. So um, so I guess what I'm most known for is content creation on TikTok. And I'm very based, very much based in just a lot of fandoms, mostly anime, Marvel, Avatar, Last Airbender, like um, like almost everything you name it but my like I got started in anime the roots of that was anime um mostly my hero academia mm. like <laughs> last year and then it just grew into general anime stuff so that is what I do on top of being a recording artist and an actor um but people know me for my skits so that's that's me is that what you do on TikTok is skits then yep that is what I do now I I may not be an old man in body but I am very much an old man in spirit. So uh, if you could just briefly explain to me, how, how do TikTok? <laughs> how do TikTok? It's, I like to say that like TikTok is like the Tumblr of Generation Z. Okay. Except it's way more, um, what's it called? Dynamic because it's videos, right? It's like, it's like Tumblr and Vine combined in one. It's a very wild and crazy place and where a whole bunch of niches live and um and i just and i fell into the anime niche um and the marvel one mm -hmm. um actually sebastian stan the winter soldier uh shared one of my skits on his instagram story last week Ooh. so that's my bit that is my biggest flex to date oh hey sebastian stan doesn't even know i exist at all so i feel like you're doing much better than me yeah now i have to wake up every day conscious that Sebastian Stan at some level knows that I exist. That's crazy. How, how, how do you surpass that? How do you surpass uh, the fact that Sebastian Stan has some recollection of your content? That That's amazing. The I mean, it's it's like, it's, it, it kind of feels like with great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> like I wake up, I'm like, shit, there's, there's people. There might be like actual like 
some people people watching my shit so i'm like yeah, yeah no i it may be lost to me but i think that's a pretty concise way of describing tiktok honestly i completely understand uh, having grown up in the heyday of the tumblr age uh so it's a lot of opinions and a lot of uh crazy weird shenanigans i can get behind exactly that. that is exactly yep that is exactly the vibe i'm trying to get across yep that is exactly what tiktok is fantastic <laughs> well i'm glad that i better understand that maybe now remington will stop calling me a boomer <laughs> it, it's it's a it's the wild wild west out there but yeah if you understand if you remember tumblr then yeah you kind of get the idea fantastic it, it meant t tumblr times five or yeah. ten so the real trick is, is you're used to short form videos. This is going to be a long form audio podcast. Are you sure you're mentally and physically prepared for that? It takes. Oh, yeah. 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 I, yeah, I'm a former Air Force officer. I'm used to oh. giving long winded speeches. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you know what? Air Force, bit heavier than talking about anime, but that's very interesting. I forgot to mention that talk telling people about myself. Sometimes I forget that part. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm a veteran. That's that's a, that's a thing yeah, too. That's a little part, I mean, but really the anime is what people care about. Let's be honest. Right, here. exactly. Serving your country, doing the greater good, you know, that's good and all. But we're here to talk about waifus and husbandos. That's the important thing. I mean, honestly, and it, like that's honestly more important to me than my time in service. <laughs> No irony at all. <laughs> you know what? Completely understandable. Well, we are happy to have you on the show. Uh, Remington, unfortunately, could not be here today, as I said. He's off and hiding. A combination of dealing with the aftermath of finals, as well as getting his second dose of the COVID vaccine. Uh, I can sympathize. I got the second dose last week, and the day after, I thought that I was done for this world. Yep, so giving him a bit of a break, as well as taking an opportunity to step into the world of collaborations, which we're just kind of dipping our toe in. But yes, you are the first one on our show specifically, and we will be doing more collaborations in the future with other content creators. So if you have any suggestions of people you'd like us to reach out to, folks, please just let us know. Uh, I do. I do. Oh, you do. You have some comic kind of, Oh. I do. Yes, I do. Fantastic. I can't wait. <laughs> All right. Uh, so uh, for those of you who are joining us for the first time, a little bit of an overview. This is a quote-unquote comedy review podcast where we take a, sh a brief look at an anime and we talk about it. Uh, but the thing about anime is it's, it's a bit weird from time to time. I don't know if you've noticed this, but it can be a little hard to explain to people who don't fully understand it. Uh, we've all tried to tell our moms about why we love these uh, boys in fantastic volleyball uniforms, spiking shots, or these fantastical girls in magical sailor outfits. It's amazing stuff to us, but to other people it seems a little bit strange. So, what my job is, is I will briefly and as concisely as I can describe the show that we'll be watching today to you and answer any questions that you may or may not have, just so that we can kind of uh, get a good preemptive view into the show before we actually go and sit down and watch it. Uh, Alright, so do you have any questions so far? Nope, not yet. Fantastic. Uh, my question for you, though, first and foremost, before we get into it, is what kind of anime do you prefer? You said you liked uh, Hero Academia and such. Are mm -hmm. you primarily a, a shonen connoisseur? Very much so. I'm very much a shonen person. Um, it, funny enough, like my, I feel like my first anime like obsession was Inuyasha, which is I feel like somewhere between shonen and shojo. Um, oh yeah. I, I feel like. It, 
I, me and my husband were talking about it last night, um, but, but yeah, but I do gravitate towards Shonen uh, quite a bit, you know. You like, like the bombastic action, the bomb- Yeah, I've always, yeah, like I'm a Marvel girl, you know, I've been, you know, watching superhero movies and stuff since I was little, so I always gravitate towards things like that. And if there's a romance plot line, like I, I like, I like Shonen's with a romance plot line mm-hmm. under there, you know, like I'm here for, you know, Midoriya's journey as a hero but i also want him to get together with ochako like i'm like <laughs> you know i'm like what are they gonna get together already god damn it but <laughs> patience is a virtue it's shown in anime it's made for I younger know. lads you gotta you gotta be patient with that kind of thing because they usually think girls are yucky unfortunately i know gosh it, it, believe me i understand it they're scary they terrify me <laughs> but that aside I figured that since you're such a big shonen buff that I would go the extra mile and uh, grab a new show for you. A show that's actually just airing this season. Do you uh, usually keep up with new airing shows or is it just like your usual week to week shonen type of uh, uh, indulgence? I have I have a balance of my week to weeks and then new up and coming things mm-hmm. as I hear about them. So Okay. So you're willing to keep up to date, but it, it, it vastly depends on the type of show. Yeah, very much so. Okay. Um, yeah. So I have a very interesting show for you. Uh, do you know much about anime studios by chance? Um, not as much as some other people. <laughs> as, in, that. as in me is what you're trying to say. As in- <laughs> yeah, probably not as much as you. Okay, that's completely fair. Uh, so I won't spend too much time on the studio, but uh, today we're going to be watching an anime by a studio called Shaft. Are you familiar with them at all? No, I've never heard of them. Okay, so Shaft is a very interesting studio. Uh, Their whole thing is super hyper-stylized, dramatic camera angles, brilliant colors, and somewhat weird story plot lines. So there are things like uh, Madoka Magica. Are you familiar with that one? Uh, I've heard of that one. You should watch it. It's very good. Uh, Madoka Magica, the Monogatari series. Um, things like uh, uh, Nisekoi is a Shaft film, but they take it a little a bit easy on the Shaftiness in Nisekoi. Uh, it's, uh, they have a very unique style that once you start watching a Shaft anime, you know you're watching a Shaft anime because it's not quite like any other anime uh, studio out there because they very heavily lean into their visual and auditory stylings. Uh, and that being said, since you're such a big shonen fan, I figured the best thing to show you would be a violently shoujo show. <laughs> violently shoujo, yay! Violently shoujo. Is it a violent shoujo, like, mm. or is it just very, very oh, shoujo? It, it could, it, it has the potential to be violent. I will say that, <sighs> but it is such a shoujo show mixed together with a Shaft production that it's so surreal and so strange that I figured it'd be a fun little treat for you, or you might hate it entirely and curse my existence for till the end of time. Uh, I guess we'll see. <laughs> exactly. That's what makes it interesting. Uh, because today, the show that we're going to be talking about is a, a new airing series from Shaft simply called uh, Bishonen Tan Teitan. Okay. Uh, you You're probably want the, you probably want the English title, right? Yeah, that would probably help. Uh, the title of this anime is Pretty Boy Detective Club. Oh my fuck! <laughs> it sounds it sounds like a um, I say Pretty Boy. <laughs> it sounds like a twisted Oron High School host club. You know what? The funny thing is, you kind of hit the nail on the head. 
How? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's what it sounds like to me. So I take it you've seen Orin High School Host Club then? Oh, only about 37 times because there's only one season. So. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Believe it or not, we've yet to cover it on this show and I get emails every day about that fact. Uh, Maybe one day. Maybe one day. People want it enough. I I get, sometimes I get sick of hearing about it. Um, One of my mutual friends on TikTok is um, one of the voice actors from that anime and many other animes. Oh, wow. That's actually really cool. Yeah. J. Michael Tatum. Oh, just so. Oh, yeah. No big deal. Just so. (laughs) Uh, You know, he does. He does a small part here and there, but. Yeah. In every fucking anime ever. Yeah. No. No, I, and I, I worked. I worked with his husband, um, Brandon McInnes, uh, at Anime Expo last year. Um, but yeah, every once in a while, he he has to do a video that's just like, please stop, fuck, stop fucking asking me. Like, obviously not like this because he's very nice and he's not me. But he's just like, stop asking when Oran's going to happen. It's not going to happen. And even if it were happening, I would legally not be able to tell you. But I'm telling you, it's not happening as of right now. Yeah. Like, at least once a month, I swear. No, I, I feel for I feel for VAs on that front entirely. Uh, it's it, it, it has to be rough. But uh, Pretty Boy Detective Club is the title. It gets you every time, right? Yeah, it does. <laughs> It is kind of exactly what it sounds like. Uh, basically speaking, uh, it is about our main character, uh, Mayumi Dojima, and she is a uh, quite literally a starry-eyed youth uh, uh, going to this really big school for really high-end rich. Wow, it's it's exactly Oran. Okay. Yep, yep. But with a twist, you can probably guess the twist. There yeah, is a twist. the one twist. <laughs> And uh, she has a dream. She wants to be an astronaut. She wants to go up to space, study astronomy, you know, explore the stars, as it were. But unfortunately, her family is incredibly overbearing and typical rich kid family story, you know? Kid right, wants yeah. to do th- this thing, but the family is like, stop. The family's like, no, yeah. But Dreams are dumb. Yeah, exactly. Dreams are done. You should only care about money. That's exactly. the thing. And uh, she has promised that uh, she has a bit of an interesting situation where when she was really young, she saw a wonderfully beautiful and brilliant star in the night sky. And in order to try and get her parents uh, to uh, let her pursue uh, her dreams of becoming an astronaut and astronomer is uh, that if she can find the star again, then uh, she will be able to do what she wants. Uh, But she only has until her 14th birthday which is where our story starts, right before her 14th birthday. Uh, And our story kind of begins with her gazing up at the night sky on the night before, not having made any progress at all, really. It's been years, and she's about ready to give up on her lifelong dream, and she's really heartbroken about it. Until, out of the blue, a, I shit you not, a young, pretty boy in a Sherlock Holmes outfit. Oh my god! (laughs) shows up behind her and starts asking her a bunch of strange questions. And that's how the show starts. What the shit? I, 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 I'm, I'm talking like, I'm, I sound like I'm surprised, but it's like there is a level of me that's not because mm-hmm. I'm a fucking otaku. I know what the fuck it is. Like, <laughs> this is that anime meat cute thing I've heard so much about. Does she have toast in her mouth? 
if she doesn't, I'm going to be even more surprised. Yeah, like I'm being loud and being like, what? But I'm like, yeah, of course you would be in a Sherlock Holmes outfit. Yeah, of course. Like none of this actually surprises me, but okay, yeah. Okay. You, you just think it's like, it's so obvious they wouldn't do it. Surely, surely they wouldn't do something that obvious, right? No, there are no, nothing is safe. No plot point, no possibility is off the table for anime. So it's like mm-hmm. nothing, like, no. <laughs> Especially in a studio shaft production, because they. And I, I was, I did not know that they existed. Like I'm mm. more obviously like more familiar with like you know Studio Bones mm. and you know, Viz Media and whatnot. But yeah. like all, all, all the big shonen ones, ones map. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, now Shaft is definitely the major art house style uh, studio for a lot of their productions. And a lot of times it goes really well. Other times it could just be considered artistic bullshit. You never know. It just depends on person to person. Uh, but after after this interesting uh, encounter, uh, uh, Mayumi essentially hires uh, the Pretty Boy Detective Club, which is a quote-unquote secret club with four secret members. And the only four, uh, the only rules to joining the Pretty Boy Detective Club is one. Is to be a pretty boy. Yeah, you have to be pretty. You have to be a boy. And you have to be a detective. Those are the three rules. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> yep. And it is just, and it's uh, all about the adventures of, oh, did I say four? There are five. There are five pretty boys. I, I'm oh, sorry. Oh, so there are five. Just yeah. like four runs. Yep. Yep. So same basic basic principle. And they all have very, you know, polarizing personalities, as you would expect from a uh, what is essentially a reverse harem show. Uh, if you're familiar so I, with I was her. I was just about to say I'm like it's another reverse harem, mm-hmm. just like Oran, yeah, just like Oran. Yeah, and whether or not this goes fully into the uh, reverse harem side of things uh, remains to be seen because this is a brand new show. They're only about three, maybe four episodes out at this time. Oh, okay. Uh, so we don't know entirely where it's going, but it does seem like after she hires the uh, pretty boy club. Uh, more plot seems to develop. We don't know at that point. That's for when we watch the show to find out. But essentially, this is what would happen if Oren High School actually had a plot as well as just somebody took a bucket of paint and weird jaunty camera angles and just kind of flung it at the canvas. Okay. It is is wild. It is colorful. It is very pretty. But what, I imagine so. Yeah, it's a shoujo. Yeah, but whether or not it's any good is probably for us to decide. So, do I have any questions before we get into it? No, I don't. I'm actually really excited to watch this. <laughs> Probably ridiculous. Yeah. Absolutely ridiculous. You'll have to see for yourself. And with that, let's go watch some Pretty Boy Detective Club. Let's go. Yes. <laughs> hey, folks, it's your favorite weeb here. Uh, I have a- another special announcement for you. Uh, the folks at the Anime Addicts Anonymous podcast were ever so kind enough to invite me onto their show, and this is my formal invitation to all of you to go and give it a watch slash listen. Uh, it was a real uh, pleasure uh, chatting with the guys about all the new seasonal anime, what we're planning on watching, as well as what we think should not be watched. Uh, if you're at all interested, you can head on over to wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, that would be the Anime Addicts Anonymous Podcast. Thanks again, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back after consuming three whole episodes of the new anime simply titled Pretty Boy Detective Club. Now, Nikki, I told you it would be strange. Yeah, you know, you said it, yeah, you said it would be strange, um, but... I told you, like, as soon as you said the title, I 
I did a read on and I was like, I, this is, this is a twisted Oron. And honestly, it's like the, the, the kind of, kind of the kind of shenanigans I would expect, honestly, mm-hmm. kinda, kinda. Uh, kinda, yeah. But, um, but I'm like, yeah, this, uh, this, honestly, honestly, it, it really does feel like the formulaic Oron reverse harem thing. Like it's, it's almost, I almost identical, almost. But there's a one pretty ba- major difference, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I I'd say so. <laughs> like, you know, it, being that like instead of it being a host club, it's a you know detective club or whatnot. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I know. I thought it was I thought it was really interesting. Um, it was pretty wild. Um, but like I said, like having watched Oron and like seeing it, and um, you know, when my husband and I started watching it last night. And, um, and, and like, as soon as the, the different like detective boys started showing up, we were mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, like I could definitely like compare each of these boys literally to a host. Like they, the, the types are there. Like every, like every type is there just like in Oron. Right. After all, we have the, uh, the super pretty delinquent bad boy. We've got yeah. the super perfect student council president type. Yeah. We've got the uh, complete idiot boy leader, leader of the group. Yeah, uh, yeah, completely. <laughs> pretty, the little, the pretty boy, boy Lolita. Mm-hmm. And uh, of course, the uh, the fashionista, like quieter type, uh, cool quiet guy. one. Yes. Yeah. So I was like, oh, formula. It, I, to me, I was like, oh, formulaic, like um, because we just started, like you know predicting what was going to be next because mm-hmm. we like we got we got the pres like we got the leader first like the president of the club and i was like okay like that's the tamaki now right. next is going to be the kyoya and sure enough there's the guy the one with the long hair mm-hmm. like sitting in the couch sitting on the chair with his legs crossed i'm like oh that's their kyoya <laughs> it's almost amazing how uh, identical the tropes are, yet they took all of these tropes from Orin High School and then just kind of turned them up to the uh, logical and illogical extremes. Because it almost made the uh, the boys in Orin High School seem a bit tame by comparison. Yeah, a little bit. Because like now we're, we're dealing with like what um government conspiracies and stuff like that and like the very first like three episodes i'm like this is a bit much for middle schoolers but okay sure (laughs) this is anime it's never enough honestly like that's what i really felt oren was missing was a big government conspiracy and the possible of child murder that's what i was thinking it missed i mean it never got past season one so See, we'll never know. That was the issue. No murder. Maybe there was. Maybe there was. Maybe there was, and I'll never know unless I read the manga, which I'm gonna have to end up doing anyway. That's what most people have to do at uh, this point when it never gets a season. But that's fine. But we're not here to talk about Oren. We're here to really talk about uh, Pretty Boy Detective Club and your thoughts and views and opinions on it. So uh, the biggest thing that I have to ask is, what do you think of Shaft's animation style? As it's it is, really, it's really pretty and it's really dynamic. And I've never, I've never really like seen anything like it. Um, there's. You know, I, I could see what you're talking about, about like the, the camera angles and everything and just like some of the abstract art that they throw in there is pretty cool. Um, and like, yeah, just like different, just different like little styles of art that I haven't really seen yeah. before. Because they very much like to take a basic story premise 
and then uh, move along with it, but to make it their own and their flavor, their own flavor, they uh, stylize it up to the extreme. Like what could have just been, you know, a girl gazing up at the stars late one night, reminiscing about her uh, future and her dreams, uh, ended up being a stunningly, gorgeously designed character with like literal stars in her eyes, gazing up at the bright cosmos on top of what appears to be a tiny tower on top of some random building in the middle of nowhere and nearly falling to her death uh, um, off of a building when a random detective shows up. Yeah, that was extra. I was like, how he pulled her out of thin air. I'm like, yeah, you look strong enough to do that, but okay. Yeah, no, it's not like he's a little tiny be shown in pretty boy or anything. He definitely has the strength to pull back somebody who's like twice his size. Yeah, a full ass person. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but it's anime, so we can we can let it slide for the most part. Unless you can't. I mean, you know, sometimes you want real, solid realism in your pretty boy detective animes. And I can respect that. Not really. <laughs> oh, well, hey. Not really. Like, well, when you go on to an anime named Pretty Boy Detective Club, I'm like, I'm pretty sure I can expect anything other than, like, realism. So, <laughs> like, again, like, if you're if you're familiar with, you know anime and like certain shoujo or whatever yeah i'm like you know you can expect some hyper realism so so <laughs> what are not that not so after the first episode what were your initial thoughts you're thinking okay this is this is Oren, but yeah. hornier question mark it's a little bit it's a little bit on the like super uh be shown in like hey look at these boys am i right i think so yeah i think so because there's definitely a like, yeah, there's definitely, like, a, a lot more of, like, attention, like, as far as, like, attraction to, to the boys. Like, they really, like, play up their prettiness. Um, mm -hmm. Whereas, like, you know, in Oran, they're, like, you know, for the most part, a bunch of them are just really goofballs. But, um, but yeah, no, I, um, yeah, I watched the first episode, and I'm trying to remember where the first one ended. I think it was on the the beach where they're trying to find the star or whatever yep um and so i was like oh this is very interesting like i they definitely did they started doing like a lot of character development pretty early with some of the guys and i thought that was really interesting mm -hmm. um you know getting a look into like what each of them like what's their thing like what's their little what's their niche of talent yep. in each one because so I was like, okay, where's this going? Because they're not just pretty, but they're also talented because... Yeah, know. they each have their little thing. One is the orator, one is the cook, one is, you know, the artist, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, interesting, interesting. So, yeah, I mean, so yeah, like by the end of the, I mean, by the end of the episode, like the different personalities were the one was what I was like, okay, well, this is going to keep, this could, this will keep me watching it, you know? You know, and hey, that's a pretty solid way to have a first episode. Shaft usually does really well with their first episodes. They give you enough stylized and interesting character designs to make you think, okay, I could watch a couple more episodes and see where we're going from there. Uh, and what I uh, thought they did really well with this one was the fact that not only are all of the guys interesting, but our main girl also seemed to be pretty interesting for the most part. Yeah. She definitely has that uh, that kind of angsty uh, shoujo protagonist vibe, you know, where she's like, I don't like pretty boys type of vibe. But absolutely. She, she likes, likes pretty boys. Let's be real. <laughs> she likes these pretty boys and they're growing on her, uh, even if she does think they're all idiots. Yeah, like, I think she finds them fascinating. Just like, I, I guess I'll go with this. Like, yeah, okay. 
a bit like a a, a a safari, if you will. They are going on a pretty anime boy safari, and they're just trying to figure out what's going on and trying to figure out what'll happen next. Yeah, just like okay, cool. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no, no, I um no, I I definitely they like they did a really good job of like characterizing each of especially the boys. Um, like I said, the you know the. The character type of the the lead girl, which her name escapes me right now. Uh, that would be Mayumi. Mayumi, yeah. Um, like I said, I I know we're talking about this anime, but I really just can't help comparing it to Oran. They're like, so similar. Literally, like the entire time, I'm, we're just like, this is Oran on crack, like. <laughs> Right. Uh, like it's almost a copy and almost a copy and paste, which like I'm not mad at because so many anime uh, do like are just copy and paste of each other. And like if you've watched enough of them, it's like, oh, OK, well, I've definitely seen this trope before, mm-hmm. um, but I'm going to watch it anyway because it's a new show. So, yeah, completely fair. There's yeah. something new about it. Yeah. yeah. So. And I would say the biggest strength that this has is the fact that, hey, this may seem exactly like Orin High School, just with a shaft uh, styling to it, but there's actually also going to be a plot surprise. Yeah, very true. Very true. So, yeah, at least so at least there's that. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, maybe that's not what you want from your pretty boy detective anime, but I'm a sucker for a good, uh, well thought out story. And detective shows usually are uh, held together by their story. So I'm pleasantly surprised to see that all these pretty boys are, in fact, working towards a common, uh, rather large goal that we don't quite know what's happening yet. No, yet. Only in the first three episodes, we only kind of have a brief understanding of what's going on. And it it's quite the logical leap to go from, hey, uh, I remember seeing the star when I was a kid. I think you can help me find it. Uh, all the way to, that's a government conspiracy, son. You're not, you shouldn't be messing with that. We've got yeah. to hide you. <laughs> I mean, and, I mean, and honestly, like when I first, you know, the more like the first episode went on, because mm-hmm. you know, with every detective show, you're like, you try to figure it out too, right? You know, right. so I'm like, and so part of me was like, I'm pretty sure it was like a spacecraft or a satellite or something. Could be an alien spaceship because it's anime. Why not? Mm-hmm. Um, and so when they're like, it's a satellite, I'm like, oh, okay. But then when the whole like government was after this bitch, like, <laughs> <laughs> like all of a sudden I'm like, oh my gosh, she's 14. The fuck? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Those are the most dangerous people in anime. You can't trust the 14-year-olds. You'll never know what they do next. Like, what the shit? Like, okay. So, like, that's a turn I didn't expect it to take. I was like, my goodness. Like, okay. <laughs> kind of makes you want to see what happens next, though, doesn't it? Yeah, I'll probably, honestly, I'll probably be watching it some more. Yeah, I can't quite remember how many episodes it's slated for. I think it only has uh, 12 episodes it's currently slated for, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong, though. Mm, Uh, How many are out? uh, Currently, that are out, there are only four out, as far as I can recall. I also forgot to ask if it was subbed or dubbed, and I realized that it was subbed. I was like, fuck. (laughs) Oh, do you have a hard time watching uh, subs? I do. I do have a hard, I have a really hard time watching sub but and this would be a really hard one to watch sub because of everything that's going on on the screen there's the so much yeah, yeah so so much but i buckled down and i was just like hey. okay you're able to get through it that's the important thing yeah no uh generally speaking i like to cover the subs of shows uh 
And a lot of times the shows won't have dubs because, you know, sometimes we cover weird, obscure ones, kind of like this one. And, and they probably don't have dubs. No. And uh, it usually helps us better have a good idea of what the uh, original creators were going for. Because the only the thing about dubs, dubs are great and I love a good dub, but they can also be a bit stilted in trying to tell the exact same thing that uh, the original story is trying to say. Because you can only get so many words out and so many lip flaps, and it can be a bit hard to script it, uh, dub in the appropriate way. Uh, but yeah, I probably should have checked with you before I sent you on a wild uh, show uh, to see how you'd handle that. But you made it through, and that's important. Yeah, I did my absolute best. <laughs> well, that is good to know. Uh, so even though you had to do some reading, which I know it's hard for me, reading is so difficult. It's really hard because I have um, anxiety. And so um, actually it makes it really hard for me to focus on two things at one time. Like you'd be surprised, like just the simplest things. Like you just, once you have that, it's like the weirdest things become so like hard for you. So I was just like, oh, fuck. I I was like, that was a question I should have asked. Is it sub or dub? But I was like, it's okay. Just like, like I said, got my binoculars. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and, and you managed to make it through. Good. And not only that, but I gave you, I gave you a sub of a Shaft production, known for their wild and crazy visuals, their very distracting visuals. A lot going on, yeah. So I'm just like up, like up and down from the screen, like okay, okay, what am I? Am I missing something? Like, don't zone out. <laughs> yeah, no, it's definitely one of those ones that you kind of have to pay active attention to uh, any Shaft production, really. Otherwise, you might miss something. And I myself have had to pause and go back a couple times on a couple different Shaft productions just to try and, you know, make sure I'm following along because sometimes they move so quickly you have no idea what's going on. Uh, yeah, I definitely had to go back on, like, episode two for sure. Yeah, when they started dropping all the conspiracy theory plots. Yeah, that. Yeah, I was like, wait, hold up, what? <laughs> The, the governments after this child yeah yeah i did yeah yeah because of all that i was like okay i need to go back and watch this episode again yeah completely fair and then three just goes like hey uh let's take everything you got in two and add even more to it yeah because so, so i don't think i don't think we'll go too in depth on these specific plots but there is some hinting at possible supernatural powers not entirely certain. Yeah, for um, what's her face, Mayumi? Yes. Yeah. Um, and again, like, and I probably would have would have had to watch the third one over again too because I was like, you know, I'm following along and I'm like, wait a minute, when th- this bitch has powers? Wait, <laughs> I thought she, I thought she just could see a star. Like, I, that's not that's not supernatural at all. But apparently, <laughs> apparently, her eyesight is. is re- Good. It's anime level eyesight. I was half expecting a Sharingan to pop out of her eye or something. It was. And she can see through walls. Like, okay. There's got to be more to it. Like, the thing about this show is it does not waste time, and by that, it I mean it does not stop and let you uh, analyze uh, at its pace. You have to either take things as they come or go back and rewatch things, as are the case with most Shaft productions. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, but that's good, I guess. Because a lot of people have a short attention span, so sometimes it's best not to keep the audience waiting. (laughs) And after all, we came here to see the pretty boys, and that's what we want. We can't spend too much time on the plot. (laughs) 
Right. No, you got to get like, you know, the up and down shots of every single fucking boy Espe- from head to toe. <laughs> Especially of uh, the blonde one, uh, Hyota's legs. Like, yeah, my with his God. fucking legs. I'm like, what in the... Like, is it just me or are those like some freakishly long anime boy legs? Yeah, him with his ballerina legs. I'm like, oh my goodness, okay. Like, and he's the only one that wears shorts for that specific reason, I think. Yeah. uh, That's that's literally what he says. He's like, I'm never going to stop wearing shorts. I'm like, I bet you will, but okay. Look, you know what? One thing can be said. The creators of the show know exactly what their audience wants. I I guess. So that being said, uh, do you have any thoughts on the overall show itself? Like, you, it, it sounds like it was a bit overwhelming for you, which is completely fair. It's a Shaft production. Uh, but what do you think on the show itself? Do you think it has uh, merit? Do you think you're probably going to still continue watching it? Do you think it's uh, something other people should check out? Yeah, I think I will. Um, like I said, and I, I just, I can't help but compare it to Oran because mm-hmm. it's just so much. But there's, but you know, there's just like, just like any other show that might seem like a copy and paste of another, which of which there are so, 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 so many. Like Black Clover is a pop, copy and paste of fairy tale, but it's different. With There's a more annoying elements. protagonist, but that's just my opinion. Hey, I love Asta. <laughs> I can only handle screaming so much. He screams so much. Actually, his voice actor said they that it damaged his voice so much in the first few seasons that it... If he, he literally said, he's like, if you notice a difference in Asta's voice, it's literally because I'm pulling back because it fucked me up so bad. Exactly. Um, like, I felt fu- bad for all the VAs, the Japanese VA, the English VA. I just was like, guys, it's okay. You don't. He's, I, he's I'm, not- an, I'm, a, I'm an extra person and I enjoy extraness. And so Asta and all of his craziness, I'm just like, <laughs> I love it. But, um, but anyway, like, you know, yeah, yeah, and like any anime that, that seems like a copy and paste of something else, there's always, usually always, a, there's, you know, other little elements that make it different, and this one definitely does, because it seems like, it's definitely like, in, like where Oron kept most of the drama and everything within school walls, and it didn't really have a plot, which was mm-hmm. fine, this one seems to have a plot, and it's, it, it's gonna go it goes way beyond like just their school walls or like somebody's room or just like, it, it's just, it just seems a lot wilder. And so I think if, I think that like, if anyone enjoys shows like Oran or like reverse harems and stuff like that, or like familiar with that show and are, I don't know, coming to grips with the fact that season two ain't happening, <laughs> I would push them over to this and be like, check this out. This is kind of interesting. It's very similar, but there's like, other weird shit added in like government conspiracies and possible superpowers and and whatnot so i mean i i think it's i think it's pretty cool i think it's pretty compelling and um some of like the philosophical points made in the show are pretty interesting Mm -hmm. which i tend to latch on to when i'm when i'm watching anime you got to find something that you can take out of it more than just uh the pretty boys doing pretty boy things Oh, yeah. You know, there's always something. There's, like, there's literally always something. Okay. All right. So, uh, on our show, what we like, what I usually like to do is I like to give Remington uh, a bit of a guessing game. Uh, re- regularly, I will visit the uh, anime review site, uh, My Anime List. Are you familiar with it by chance? Uh, no, not really. Okay. Anime review? Okay. No. Uh, my, my Anime List is what it's called. Mal oh, for you- short. 
Oh, okay. And uh, it's just a site where a bunch of people will compile information about different anime, talk about them, and give them a rating, essentially. And uh, their ratings are all uh, calculated and averaged out uh, to be a score out of 10 points. And what I like to do is I like to see if uh, my co-host can guess what the rating for this show would be. See how in touch they think they are with the weeb community. <laughs> so out of 10 points, what do you think the majority of people uh, that have watched and reviewed it so far think of this show? Um, so is this anime based on a manga or is it straight to anime? It's based on a novel. It's based on a novel. Yep. Okay. Probably a light novel, if I had to guess, based on the content. But uh, uh, according to my sources, it's a novel. Um, hmm. Because manga readers are fickle. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, manga readers are fickle, as are straight anime watchers too. But manga more so. I would, I, I think a safe score would be like an eight point five, eight point seven. Okay. And what would you give it personally? Me personally, based on the first three, mm-hmm. um, I'd probably give it like a nine. Really? That's high praise. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I enjoy it. And, um, you know, it's not, and it like, and I try to keep in mind that like, it's not my usual cup of tea because I'm a shonen person. Mm-hmm. And so like, if I were rating it based on solely like what Nikki likes, I would probably give it an eight or, you know, a 7.5 or something. But mm-hmm. I try to take, you know, subjectivity out of it and just look at it purely as a shoujo like separate from what i mm-hmm. what biases i might have and so i'm like yeah no this is cool like the artwork is really great as a you know compelling storyline some compelling f- philosophical points and you know every episode gives you a piece of information that keeps you kind of wanting to see what's coming next and for me that's that's what makes an anime really really good is just like you know each episode you know, leaving you wanting to like eager to see what happens next. So yeah, but I think a safe score would be 8.5. Okay. All right. So 8.5, 8.7 and your personal is a nine. Okay. That's fantastic. All right. Uh, you're wrong. Okay. <laughs> but uh, hilariously, as now this is going to, the score is probably going to change by the end of the season after all, because it is a new seasonal show. Uh, but current- you know what? I, I should, oh yeah, I should have, yeah, I should have, I should have, factored that in because um it's a new show it's a new show and i have literally had like fans and followers ask me after two episodes of the attack on titan final season like what do you think of the final season i'm like motherfucker it's been two fucking episodes Um, and people are already forming opinions on it. Like, you can't fucking do that. So now that I've thought about that, I'm going to rate it lower. I'm going to say it's a seven. Just a straight seven. Around there. Okay. Quite the gut punch at the last minute. That's very harsh. But, hey, this is a first look show after all, and it, uh, you can only rate on what you've seen. Uh, so based on that, uh, so with about 45,000 people interacting with this show on Mal, uh, it is currently slated at a uh, score of 7.22. <laughs> See? There you go. Much a uh, bit, uh, much closer. Uh, because... Uh, this very much is another Shaft production with a, a slightly different thematic uh, tone to it. So a lot of Shaft fans are going to immediately latch onto it, and then a lot of Shaft critics are going to have some bashing to it. So you know what? You're really close at that. 
And hopefully, hopefully by the end of the series, uh, if you do keep watching it, your score will jump back up to that eight and nine range if it really uh, does it for you. Or who knows, maybe they will really screw it up in the next coming episodes and it'll drop even lower. That's the tricky thing about doing reviews of shows before they're finished. Um, but somebody's got to do it. Yeah, I completely like, yeah, as a, as you said that and you were about to say the score and you're like, you know, it's a new show and the light bulb went off. I was like, oh my God, but I completely forgot to factor in how fucking petty and fickle <laughs> yep. anime fans are. Just the fact that like, like I said, Season four of Attack on Titan, season five of My Hero at like episode one and two. I have people, you know, pound like just like pounding on my virtual internet door. Like, so what are your opinions on the season? On the season, I'm like, what season, bitch? It's been like we have a total of 25 to 50 minutes of content. What, how? I mean, hey. but there's so many people, but there are so many people like that. Like, so, so many. Yeah, I mean. With not a lot of patience. And so I'm like, never mind. It will not be an 8.5. It's going to be so much lower. So you're going to you're gonna lower the review out of spite alone because of all the whiny people. Yeah, if I'm, yeah, if I'm guessing, like, you know, you know, what other people are saying. And based on having had to, <laughs> me being salty, based on having to have dealt with the crazy like anime community just on TikTok alone mm -hmm. and just getting a feel for like the kind of people that are out there, the kind of things that they say, the mindset they're in and just like the fickleness, you know, factoring all that in, not even, not out of pettiness for the show, but just like factoring in like what I know about mm -hmm. people in this community. I'm like, um, there will, yeah, there will be some people like me that are like, that don't know about the studio that much and will rate it, you know, generously. Um, some will rate it lower if they're like, you know, purely shown in and don't want to be objective. Some are going to love it. But then there is always, like, even amongst the people that are fans of the manga or the light novel or whatever, mm -hmm. they're going to be the fucking worst. And they are going to make their decision in the first literally 25 to 50 minutes of content of the anime and so that's why i dropped it down to seven fair enough you know what anime fans fickle who would have thought i know <laughs> but so basically long story short uh don't you know, it's hard to have a complex opinion about something that's just barely started very very yeah I'm like give it a chance man like some development like some anticipation you know just a little <laughs> Fantastic. Well, I think that about covers it. Uh, so my final question for you, Nick, is any chance you'd want to go and watch some more of Pretty Boy Detective Club? I mean, honestly, I think I really will. That's fantastic. The plot is thickening. Even my husband is like, ooh, what's going on So <laughs> hey, we got the husband approval. That's all we need. He's the shoujo fanboy. Perfect. He is the shoujo fan. So so he's like, well, the plot thickens, and so we're probably gonna keep watching it. Fantastic. Well, with well with that, uh, before we get out of here, uh, Nikki, why don't you tell us about uh, you again? Do you have any uh, projects you're working on now that you want to shout out to the world? Do you have anything that you'd just like to share with everybody? Do you just want to insult me for a solid minute? Because I'll let you do it if you really want to. But no, this, is, this no. is the floor is all yours. What would you like to tell everybody? No, I have no desire to insult you at all. Um, well, I um, I just had a new song come out um, called T-Shirt. 
I just that's like my first single that I released ever. So that's the latest thing. Um, otherwise, you know, I am on TikTok every week producing new content. Um, and um, the bulk of my content right now is Marvel because Marvel has been on crack since January with their shows. Um, and um, and then there's My Hero Academia season five. And so um, that is that's that those are the sources I'm working from right now. Um, and so um, besides that, like I said, I have my song coming, my song that has already come out. It's available wherever music is streamed. And uh, you can find me on TikTok doing what I do, just playing pretend as a grown up. Hey, I think that's what we all have to do at this point. Why do you think I have a podcast where I can shout on the internet? If I don't get it out there. Yeah. Mm, Actually, yeah. That. Exactly. Can't let these things build up in my head. I'll explode. And with that, well, thank you all so much for watching. Uh, for all the Patreon stuff, I think I'm going to be such a nice guy and not force poor Nikki to sit through all that. Instead, I'm going to force my editor to record a separate uh, little Patreon shoutout section because it's been a couple months since he's had to do that because we forgot. So I figured giving him some advance would be the nice thing to do. We love you very much, Dylan. And now that that's said and done, thanks again, everybody, for tuning in. We love you very much. And as always... Don't, Don't fuck, fuck your sister. Don't fuck your sister. <laughs> <laughs> and since Remington is not available to help with the Patreon shoutouts, I'm taking over. So fuck off. That one was probably a little aggressive. Yeah, you're kind of aggressive once uh, we have to give you more editing anyway, so I feel like it, it, it kind of tracks. It's a little on brand. Uh, it's been a while since I've actually, you know, yelled at you and thrown things at you. I've accepted a lot of the editing duties. Thank you very much. It's true, but you, you didn't have to say those mean things on Twitter. It, it just, I just felt like it was uncalled for. You know how sensitive I, I am about my social media presence. All right, so we're going to give a huge shout out, starting with our first Yandere waifu, A, followed up with a crazy chef with disassociative identity disorder who's constantly murdering the other personality, Alexander Nasusenyo, Elise Howard, Andrew Rawicki, Andrew Sinclair, Anime Duck, Apostle of the Church of Remington, Ariel Bird, Cheese Monkey, Christian Crawford, Corey Dez69, Danny Morabito, Dark Swarm 713, Darth Pikachu, Erica P, Farmer Wheeler once in Joey Wheeler. Oh God, I'm. Oh shit. Yeah, I, go on. I, I'm go not, on. Oh fuck. We're we're kind of doubling up this uh this week because we're getting our <laughs> our uh our buffer back. So a lot of these names will be a repeat. But uh I the fact that we're having Dylan do them again is just a <laughs> treat. So come on, give me your best Joey Wheeler. I want to hear it. I'm hey Hughes, who the hell do you think I am? Ay ay ay. Fuck of lug foxin boy. Ghostly B she. I need more Joey Wheeler in my life. Well, you just got a really shitty Joey Wheeler a second ago. Glenn Michael Dolan. Hanakawa. Hey daddy, did you hear about Rem? He's so poggers. Hwood. I can't handle how cute our fucking cat shark is. Like, oh my oh god, look at those ears. Look at him wiggle. They're wiggling. VTuber? Yep, yep. I'm uh, guessing? Okay. Hall Live Girls got a new cast uh, costumes, and the shark got a cat costume. That makes no sense. Okay, cool. Ichigo Simp 015, Jack of Spades, Jax, Juan Horitos, Kitty, Lonely Geek 23, Luke Offenberger, Mahu No Pug Tears, Maka Chop 92. Make Sean read the next one. Sean, I'm making you read the next one. It is Matthew. I listened to all of the episodes before subscribing, and all I got was this lousy shout-out drum.
Thank you, Sean. My besto friendo. No, I, <laughs> I, I can't possibly say that on the podcast. I personally would rather watch every episode of High School DxD than read that name. One Piece will exist until the heat death of the universe. Ready to be isekai'd. Redneck Weeb. Remington Merrill. Remington, connoisseur of anime titties. Reverse Kizmo Kizmo. Sequoia Fay. Salty Pretzel. Sammy Pritchard. Sarah Birch. Scoopy loopy boopy doopy oopy goopy oopy. <laughs> oh, that makes me so happy. It's great, isn't it? Yeah. Sean Aragay, week five, Snow Days. Full English voice acting. Uh, keep an eye on your Steam gifts, Sean. Please don't, Dylan. There are, there are so many. There are so many bad porn games in my library because of you. Snap snips. Sorry, mother. The world shall know propane. Totally God. Uliana. Walk me home gently. Weebs are as plentiful as grains of sand, but there is only one Remington-sama. And finally, week eight of being an embarrassment to comedy. What's the Titan's favorite food? Ramen. <laughs> In order to honor the late, great Elijah Wood, I am going to be giving each of our wonderful boy wizards a real-life location where Harry Potter was filmed. He's not dead. He's not dead. I want to fully emphasize that he is not dead. We uh, have not killed off Elijah Wood in this podcast. We are not. What's the term? Tombstoning? Is that is that the phrase? I, I think we not, so. We are not predicting Elijah Wood's death. We want him to live a very long and happy life with being short and adorable. Yeah, I've met him once. He is a lovely individual, and I'd like him to keep living a happy, long life. Thank you very much. <laughs> Well, starting off, Connie, 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 I'm going to TPN hell when I die. You are getting Australia House, which was featured in Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, and it was the interior shot of Gringotts. Okay, interesting. Dedicated sadist, you are getting, of course, King's Cross Station, home of the famous Platform 9 and 3 quarters, where you can run face first into a brick wall and no one will give a shit. <laughs> I mean... There, there's got to be a long list of people who've got concussions doing it for a bit. And I'm sure I would be amongst that list if I tried it. I would probably do some sort of weird fun pose. Because if I remember correctly, there is a little uh, cart that's half phased into the wall and you can do a little pose with. Um, Let's see. Enrique Perez Torres, you are getting the Millennium Bridge, which was featured in Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. Features an outdoor shot of the footbridge collapsing. All right. Hinata is a ball of sunshine. You are getting Scotland motherfucking yard, Ooh. which is featured in Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. And it's at the junction of Scotland Place and Scotland Yard where Harry and Mr. Weasley enter the little box to descend into the Ministry of Magic. I call Bone Druid Daddy. You are getting Piccadilly Circus, which is featured in Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 1. And it is during a lot of exterior shots. Huh. I live in Ogden. Yes, that one. You are getting the Reptile House at the London Zoo, featured in Harry Potter and Sorcerer's Stone, where, you know, Harry talks to the snake and then Dudley phases through the glass and then he gets crushed and eaten. Uh, and he's never seen again. <laughs> uh, I, mm, I don't know what edit you're watching, Dylan, but I don't think that's accurate. Uh, I was Harry Potter with guns, if I remember correctly. Mm. You know, It's also the one where they just shoot Neville in the head and he disappears. You know, as is appropriate. Kazu Morocco, you are getting Durham Cathedral which is featured in multiple Harry Potter films for the exterior shots of Hogwarts. Cathedral? Yeah, Durham Cathedral. It is loaded. Uh, I don't actually see where, but if you want, you can get a guided tour for five pounds. Hey, that's downright affordable. Yeah. 
I don't understand how British money works, but I think five is a good number. Five's the magic number, right? I think so. Yeah. Let's let's go with that. Yeah. Rule Miguel five. de Leon, <laughs> you are getting Almwick Castle, which is also featured in several Harry Potter films for exterior shots of Hogwarts. And it looks fantastic. MT the Poet, you are getting Malum Cove, which is featured in Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 1. You know, the really dark one that you can't see anything clearly in. Mm-hmm. And it is the rocky outcrop where uh, the Grang hides from good old Voldemort. Good old... And it the picture on this site looks very pretty. It's just a very nice, oddly shaped rocky pilkster, the Symphagir Advocate. You're getting New College. Just New College. It's featured in uh, Goblet of Fire, and it is featured during the Triwizard Tournament. You know, I always preferred the old college personally, but I guess I'm just old-fashioned that way. I will throw an EV plushie at you. Please do. They're very soft and adorable, and my dog ate my Umbreon one, and I'm very sad about that. Oh, no. I know. (laughs) I I looked away for one minute, and then the next thing I know, poor Umbreon's head was separated from his body. (laughs) Broke my heart. Rare Country Roads is the best Ghibli movie, Fight Me Kumiko. You are getting Ashridge Wood, which is featured in Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, and it is where the Quidditch World Cup is being held. It's a very nice batch of trees. Very, Lovely. very nice. Perfect. They, uh, they uh, have nice some... and mossy. Yeah, it's the perfect place to have a traumatic uh, magical terrorism incident. Spicy Log Horizon is one of the best written isekai. Use the BS rule hot take. You are getting Hardwick Hall which is Malfoy's mansion in Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows. And that film guy, you are getting Gloucester Cathedral, which is featured in multiple Harry Potter films for interior shots of Hogwarts. Oh, the stained glass looks absolutely beautiful. And now we are moving all the way to the very goddamn top. We are moving to the motherfucking White House. You all are going to be getting Scooby-Doo villains from the original series. Starting off with Remington's mother. Uh, And Remington's mother, you are going to be getting the ghost of Captain Cutler. That sounds very dramatic. I I think I remember that one, though. He is the one in the diving suit with the um, glowing, really ancient-looking diver's helmet. With the skull in the glass? Yes. That was a good one. Silicone Spectre. You're getting Charlie the Robot. It was featured in, uh, I believe it was, uh, here it is, Foul Play in Funland. He is considered the first monster in Scooby-Doo canon, as he was a mechanical individual reprogrammed by Creator Sisters to fuck shit up. I think I remember that one. Wow, I'm suddenly realizing my knowledge of the original Scooby-Doo series is apparently quite extensive. Uncreative Cretin, you are getting the Snow Ghost, which is just, just except he's also, he's also a smuggler, and he's definitely willing to kill the gang. Yeah, I I vaguely remember it just being a guy who's completely ready to murk a bunch of teenagers, uh, but wasn't able to because it's a kid's show. Like, if if it wasn't a kid's show, I feel like the entire gang would have been uh, put to ice, as it were. You know what? That's not the worst ice pun you could have made, so I'll accept that one. Hey, I'm trying to be chill with it. (laughs) Oh, fuck you. I will pour ice cubes in your bedding. That's that's one way to get my bed wet. Anyway, uh, I I know it's a, it's a little cold to me. All right, Zachary Shirley was referencing what you thought I was referencing, and I subscribed. You are getting probably the most iconic Scooby Doo villain from the first series, the Creeper. 
Ah, uh, man, sn sneaks up on you and blows up your house. Bet you didn't know that's where it came from. <laughs> that's that's some good old-fashioned history for you. Wait, what? <laughs> really? Creeper? Oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, that... <laughs> oh. Look, that I... went over my head, and then you just stabbed me in the back with it. Look, man, I've got to appeal to our younger audience. We shouldn't have a younger audience, we swear. I And know. occasionally play porn. Uh... Borderline porn. Close enough, honestly. Very smutty, terrible video games that feature not actual nudity, not actual sexual content, but are really pushing the goddamn envelope. So thank you guys once again for all of your support. We appreciate all of you. And one of these days, I'm going to do just, I'm going to interrupt one of Sean's streams and I will give a shout out to every single one of our patrons, including the bland bitch protagonists and magical girls. Oh God, that's a dangerous thing to promise, Dylan, but we're going to hold you to it. Uh, unlike Remington, uh, you're expected to keep your promises because I'll be damned if I can get Remington to keep his.